This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Let's start the conversation and welcome on the line firstly, Veli uh, Lemnyandu. Putiza, good evening. Uh, good evening, Putiza, and also to Capricorn FM listeners. And thank you very much for making this time to talk to us. We appreciate your time. Let's, let, let's start, Velile, uh, with, before we speak uh, on Safja Matters, um, the election unopposed of uh, CAF President Patrice Mutsipe. Your take on that? I mean, I know you've uh, spoken openly about that, one of those who has been uh, following it uh, quite closely. Uh, you know, I-, I think from as early as early this week, it was almost evident that uh, uh, Patrice will be taking over. No, thanks, 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 Putiza. And then um, that's true. And, but, and you know, the narrative uh, that's been pushed, especially now on the continent, and, and as much as I understand that, look, um, ideally, when it comes to elections, you want to go to the last day and you want to see uh, a candidate being voted in and, and beating mm. uh, the, the other candidates. But I think mm. what we must also not take away is that um, the campaigning the campaigning team of uh, Dr. Petrus Mutsipe had done their job. And I think the master mm. stroke for me was uh, having um, a part of um, this campaign team coming from West Africa. Because what yeah. uh, Amaju Pinik, uh, the president of Nigerian Football Federation, and uh, and and in fact, I think I think what what you can do here is just to look at the numbers, um, and and you look at how those numbers were, uh, the landslide of not just Petrus uh, Mutsipe, but those who were behind him. Um, if 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 for instance you can just look at the numbers uh, of 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 Amaju Pinik getting 43 votes. And you, you look mm. at uh, the number uh, of um, uh, McLean Nichiriti uh, getting 31 votes and Nichiriti getting 30 votes. And you you then go to, um, I think it's Waberi. Waberi got 40 votes. And Waberi is the one who's going to be the third vice president uh, from Djibouti. And his, mm. and his counterpart got only 12 votes. Then you, you start to, to, to look at how many votes Patrice had, you know. Because mm. this was part of his slate, you know. Um, so it, it, it tells that the numbers that were uh, t- t- uh, spoken about by Amaju Pinik and, 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 and his camp of 35 to 40 votes, those rates were true. And what also people mm. are not mm. saying, uh, because Motsipe is now being said to have been an Infantino candidate, but the initial candidate for Infantino, from what we understand, was Yaya, you know, Ahmed Yaya. Mm. But it was yes, Ahmed Yaya, yes. Yes, it was only until Infantino came into the country, in fact, on, on, to the continent, and started the Mauritania. And then he got the, the vibes on, on, the, on, on the ground that, hey, 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 your candidate might not make it. And mm. beware of getting to the elections, and you see a, curf, a new curf president who is not actually your identity leader. You know? If, 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 if you remember that week, there was going to be a, a Kosafa AGM on a Saturday. Mm. The Kosafa AGM had to be changed to a Sunday so that Infantino could come. You know? So mm. there's a lot of things that have happened behind the scenes. Yes, um, you, you know, Putiza, in any kind of leadership, sometimes it's not advisable or it's not something that occurs well when you have a leader being appointed unopposed or elected unopposed. You know? You mm. want to see contemplation. Mm. But sometimes... There are just some things that we really need to know.
That yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Well, in, in in any case, we'll see how the story unfolds. And he looks like a man uh, with a master plan. I think at some time, we will dedicate enough time to have a conversation about this. But would you say, Velile, uh, from a journalist perspective, is this Mutsepe's uh, election, is it good for the continent? Certainly, certainly. I think, I think for me, what is... What is happening now is that African football needed a fresh face. It needed a new face, a face that is not tainted um, by footballing matters um, from before. And and and, mm. I, and I think and I think here uh, we've got that kind of a situation. You know, um, mm. I, I I think uh, with Mutipe he comes with no baggage. If you look at the other mm. candidates that were up against, two of them, uh, Ahmed Yaya and and also Augustine Songo, they were not even elected in the previous. Uh, mm. committee. They were co-opted, you know, and that's yes. going to be the situation again now. But they were part of that executive, and that's the executive that has failed African support for the last four years. Um, you look at uh, Jacques Anuma. Jacques Anuma, he comes from the old CAF executive committee and also the FIFA executive committee of the uh, Blatter as well. Uh, he also has his own package as well. Yes, maybe you can mm-hmm. say he was an exemplary leader, but the problem is that he comes, he comes with that package as well. So, African football is also uh, suffering a lot financially, you know, and African football doesn't have uh, a good relations with the business in Africa. Because now, you, before you go um, the Anglophone route to the, to, to, to the Britain, uh, to some of the Western countries, or even the Francophone route to go to France, you, have, you, you first have to start here on the, on the continent. There's big business here on the continent, you know, but there's never that relationship. You know, so, and it's suffering a lot in, in, in that space. But mainly, when it comes to corporate governance, uh, when it comes to all those things, so you needed a new face, and Motipe is that face. And mm. you can say whatever you say, that he, he doesn't come from a, a background of having led a football association. But you cannot take away the fact that for the past 18 years, he's been running a football team. A football team that is one of the, um, the strongholds now. That is a powerhouse in, in African football. An absolute powerhouse indeed. Mm, mm. Velile, and as I said, that well, the reason we called you in is to talk about the challenges that journalists are are, are facing. And I think you and I had that brief conversation on our sister station, Power 98.7, about a week or so back uh, on that matter. What are the challenges that you are facing as journalists in this regard? In, in terms of the return to to, to stadiums, what 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 are the what what um where do you stand at the moment as journalists in terms of uh, attendance at stadium? No, thanks so much, Putiza. And I think uh, this discussion comes at a at a very good time, um, at a time when we seem to be finding each other and um, with the PSN. And sometimes we have to thank some of these things that happen. Um, even out of ten, you know, and and mm. and, and I'm glad. I think I, I, I should say this that the discussion that we're having now on Capricorn FM is not as a result of uh, a Twitter uh, interactions earlier this morning um, mm. between uh, SAFJA members and the senior members uh, in in the industry, uh, and also that led to even an exchange with uh, a, a high-ranking PSL official. You know, it's a discussion mm. that um, you and your team had planned prior, you know. And prior to that, yeah, absolutely, you, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, what I can tell you is that um, we've been engaging the PSL since um, October last year. 
mm. just before um, the commencement of the new season, and and the, the, the interaction came as a, as a, as, a, as a result of um, waiting and waiting for uh, for the new season to start because um, during the bubble. Uh, there are things that we we had we had noticed, and and the PSL communication office felt that uh, because at that time I think we had just been down to level uh, two or, or three at, at, at that time that they felt that you know what they needed to start a way of returning football journalists um, to the stadium, and 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 and, 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 and this is yeah. when. Yes, yes, because and this is when okay. now, uh, yeah, this is when we started. Um, they invited not only Safja, they invited senior journalists and they invited editors to come to press conferences. In fact, to uh, to, to, to this meeting that was to plan for the new season, and they were presenting some good ideas. And part of these ideas um, was was a staggering approach of let's say at Peter Mugaba uh, Stadium because it's a big venue, you can have maybe twenty journalists. You know, uh, coming from different media houses. But if mm, you're mm. at the old Peter Mukaba Stadium, which is a, a smaller venue, you can maybe have less than ten. You know, but still ensuring that each media house is is represented, and also all the protocols of the COVID-19 observed. And we're discussing all these things. This was just a few a week before the new season started. Then. From that meeting, they went to the PSL Expo, yes. and from from what I understand, the PSL Expo. Uh, objected um, um, to to that proposal coming from the communication office, and then a few weeks later, I think when the country was downgraded, I think it was eleven uh, if I can't remember, yeah, around November, mm. we we then wrote a, a letter, um, and this letter had even suggestions from Safja members um, of what um, they, they proposed to do um, to make sure that they meet the PSL halfway. Some of these. Some of these even included um, what I would call um, um, some of these included some members. For instance, um, they were even prepared to test, you know, to do a COVID-19 mm. test to, to come to the stadium. Um, the the photographers were even um, proposing to shoot from the stands. And I can mm. confirm to you that this is something that is already happening now uh, when we are called by Kaiser Chiefs and the Red Sundown. When, when you're doing CAF games, yeah. CAF games, yes, 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 mm. yes. So ever since then, we've been waiting with, uh, uh, for a meeting with the PSL uh, since we sent that letter on the uh, 20th uh, of, of, of November. What I can tell you, between now and then, um, and I've been part of that, Taylor Shields has invited us to three matches in the Cup Champions League. Three matches. Mm. Uh, a group of about 12 to 13 journalists uh, who have been there because they are empowered by the CAF regulations which allow journalists uh, to, 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 to attend matches. Um, from, 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 Octo- from October, November, we've attended all the Bafana Bafana matches which have been played in the country. Um, mm. Also due to uh, the CAF regulations as well. And as I have said, Chiefs and Sundowns have done that. Between then and now, we've also been uh, invited to press conferences, uh, to media open days, to training sessions by some PSL clubs. And remember, um, this is also as a result of 
um, in the regulations, um, the COVID-19 regulations, um, which were converted by government, which have allowed journalists to return to mesh venues um, mm. as, as early as, 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 as October and November. So the struggle has just been attending TFL nations um, between now and then. So as we stand, as, as we stand, Velile, so what, what, where, 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 where do we stand? Like, is it a, a conversation that you're having with the PSL, uh, you know, to try and, and, and get back into soccer matches, or are you still at loggerheads? Um, look, um, I, I would say before today, we've had that challenge. And, um, mm. But I can also say that, uh, especially with the PSL communication office, um we've been communicating and i know that they've been trying their best to try and um and, and and set up a meeting between us and and the leadership um at, at the tsl and you know i i have to give it to them that they they've been trying but sometimes you know because uh, you've seen this uh, colleagues have been losing jobs and those who are freelancers they don't get calls uh, because you can't get a call when you can't get to the stadium you know, um, mm. so which 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 has been uh, something very difficult. So it's 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 hitting the livelihoods uh, of the colleagues uh, because sometimes mm. you have to mm. know the TSL matches. You must think about the Great Africa Championship. You know, um, which ninety uh, percent of that football is not even on TV. You know, so it means that um, th- there there was a group of journalists who relied and who were also freelancers who relied on uh, getting content out of those games. So those guys now. They can't get anything because those games are not even on TV. Uh, you can't even attend training sessions. You can't even attend the game. So it means there's just no no opportunities uh, of of working around that. But what I can tell you is that uh, the PSL communication office they've been trying to assist, and it's just, uh, there's been a bit of impatience for uh, from us as well because between now and November we've not managed uh, to get um, uh, an an of the, of the league in terms of having a meeting uh, so that we can have. Uh, the next step in solutions, uh, but I can tell you um, that the guys there in the PSL communication office, I think they are getting somewhere. And the the, the kind of communication that I'm getting, um, and especially today, is that uh, we could be uh, seeing some light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and 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 I think uh, the, the the people from the PSL communication office and the stakeholder relations. Uh, area as well and they are trying to to do something around it um, and, 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 and I'm hoping that in the next few mm. weeks and, and because there's, there's this week coming and then the following week is the international week I'm hoping that after the international week uh, we would have seen some light uh, and then of the tunnel around this too Fantastic stuff. Velile, thank you very much for making time. appreciate it. And hopefully things will get better. I will have, and, and I love the fact that you mentioned about uh, freelancers and how this affects uh, a lot of journalists and, and affects their pockets because uh, we, see, we tend to forget that uh, that's what people do for a living. But thank you for clarifying that and making time to speak to us. We appreciate it. That's uh, Velile Mnyandu talking to us on behalf of the South African Football Journalists Association. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.